Are you curious about what it's like working in healthcare today? Do you believe in the power of storytelling? I'm Dr. Emily Silverman, the host of the Nocturnist podcast, where healthcare workers share personal stories of joy, sorrow, and self-discovery. Each episode, whether a compelling performance from one of our live shows, an intimate series of audio diaries from one of our documentaries, or an engaging conversation with guests such as book authors or filmmakers, aims to connect, provoke, and inspire. Learn more at thenocturnist.com or subscribe to The Nocturnist wherever you get your podcasts. As the pandemic recedes and summer arrives, many of us are eager to get away from work and finally take a vacation. How are health economists celebrating the start of summer? Good morning, and welcome to the 2021 Annual Research Meeting. With back-to-back health policy conferences today. Get your fanny packs and t-shirts ready because we're hopping on the tour bus for a behind-the-scenes look at what happens when a few thousand health policy experts get together. From the studio at the Leonard Davis Institute at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. Hello, and welcome to Tradeoffs Tours, your number one choice for all your health policy, vacation, road trip, day trip, and overnight excursions. Today's tour is our classic conferences tour. If you're here for the all-night Aducanumab tour, that's next week. I'm your guide, Dan the Driver. I've attended my fair share of health policy conferences, but to help me out and offer you a true insider's view, we have a very special guest tour guide today, and I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, I'm Kosli Simon. I'm a health economist at Indiana University. I really enjoy these conferences, and I'm excited to go on this bus tour with you guys. You know what? Can you all hear me in the back if I don't use this thing? Yes! Unfortunately. Okay, great. Do you know, Kosley, what was the first year you attended a conference, a health policy conference? You know, it's it was in the mid to late 90s as a graduate student. It's very scary to go and 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 feeling like, well, I don't really belong here. I'm just kind of looking from outside. Gradually, you know, it becomes like a venue of friends meeting often because you've gotten to know people. It becomes a lot more fun over time. Okay. It looks like we've got everybody on board. So, we're going to roll out now. I love that goofy horn. Today, we're going to be visiting Academy Health's annual research meeting and the American Society of Health Economists Conference, better known as ASH-ECON. Academy Health is a biggie. It covers everything health policy, and you're just as likely to see doctors, nurses, legislative staffers, and regulators as you are academics. ASH-ECON, on the other hand, little smaller because it's much more focused on health economics, but still a hot ticket. The bread and butter of both conferences is researchers sharing early versions of their work. Excuse me, excuse me, Driver Dan? Yes? Do you know how many 
papers are going to be presented at the two conferences? 2,121. Whoa, that's so many! Close your mouth, kid, but I am with you. That is a lot of papers. Thankfully, Coastly, you've helped us chart a course, taking us past a few of the abstracts you're most excited about. And look, we're here, pulling up to our first site, C-I-T-E. Little research humor for you there. Don't quit your day job, driver Dan. Anyway, this first one is from Academy Health, and it's about assisted living residents during COVID. Tell us more about it, Coastly. There's been a lot written about nursing homes, but not about assisted living facilities, even though they're very similar in many regards. What this research shows is that there has been, in 2020, much higher rates of mortality there too. So every policy that has targeted nursing homes should have been thinking about assisted living facilities too. And this is good to know for anything that happens in the future. All right. Back on the road we go. Now, Coastly, I get why these conferences are exciting and useful for health policy people like you, but why should people who will probably never set foot in a health policy conference care about what happens at these events? We are often asked to weigh in on health policy questions by industry, by lawmakers, regulators, state agencies. And we're not going to talk just about studies we've done. We want to talk about things we've heard and conference venues give us a sense of what is the consensus in this area. So it really helps in this policy translation work we do. Also, great ideas get developed initially at these conferences You know, there have been so many of those types of conversations when I think about how did that paper start? It's because of a discussion at a conference. When we come back, Coastly talks dorm rooms, boats, and babies, plus more research she's excited for at this year's conferences. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Are you curious about what it's like working in healthcare today? Do you believe in the power of storytelling? I'm Dr. Emily Silverman, the host of the Nocturnist podcast, where healthcare workers share personal stories of joy, sorrow, and self-discovery. Each episode, whether a compelling performance from one of our live shows, an intimate series of audio diaries from one of our documentaries, or an engaging conversation with guests such as book authors or filmmakers— aims to connect, provoke, and inspire. Learn more at thenocturnist.com or subscribe to The Nocturnist wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to our classic conferences tour. 
I'm Driver Dan, here with our special guest guide, Coastly Simon. And one of the things that we're known for here at Tradeoffs Tours Coastly is our behind-the-scenes stories that you will not find on our competitors' tours. What's something about these conferences that only insiders like you know about and would surprise the rest of us? Well, here's something people might not know. Some of these conferences, like the Ashikon Conference, tries to stay low budget by having venues sometimes at universities. That means the housing options include dorms. Shared bathrooms and the whole thing? Yeah, just like the good old days. Keg parties? Well, you know the rules on campuses, but there (laughs) there are... After the receptions, things don't end. Uh, there's an economist who's, who's known to sometimes come by on a boat to conferences. Yeah, I've heard about that boat and some pretty ridiculous stories. You know, Coastly, the classic conferences tour is an annual thing that we do. And each year there's a different theme. My personal favorite was the Death Panel Ghost Tour we did a few years ago. Obviously, COVID this time around is a big theme at these conferences, but I've also heard that there are a lot of papers about health equity and racial disparities this year. And that's actually our next stop. If everybody looks out the right-hand window, Coastly, can you describe this Ash Econ abstract that you've picked out for us? Yes, so this paper looks at whether increasing access to SNAP, which is also known as the food stamp program, had an impact on racial health disparities among older Americans. We do know that access to quality food can improve health and food insecurity is much more common among minority households. But what these researchers found is that while SNAP does improve people's health, among older minorities, it did not lead to a reduction in the disparities in self-reported health. So this abstract suggests, and it is just one abstract, that we may need to tweak SNAP if we want SNAP to better address health disparities. Yes. All right, we've got time for one more stop. Coastly, where do we go? So let's go to one of the Academy Health sessions, which has a paper on cost reform in Medicare. That's going to be coming up on the left-hand side of the bus. Tell us about this one, Coastly. In 2013, to try cut health care costs, Medicare rolled out what's called the two-night minimum stay policy that said hospitals will get reimbursed for a patient that's inpatient only if they are severe enough to need two nights. If you're not, you should really be seen in a less intensive setting. So researchers look at what happened before and after this policy went into effect. What they find is that hospitals certainly saw a reduction in patients who are admitted inpatient for less than two days. But there's this increase in patients who are in the hospital but are in what's called observational status. I remember when this rule came out and there was a lot of hope that this would lead to improving care and lowering costs. And it sounds like you're saying this paper gets us closer but not quite all the way to figuring out 
if it's delivered on that promise. Yes, and it's one of the reasons that attending a session is important because there may be things not just in the abstract, but you want to find out. So so tell me, what does this mean, bottom line? Is this what will reduce cost or was this only just a cosmetic change and costs are really high? What about patient health? Maybe that's the next step on these researchers' agenda. As we wrap up the tour, Coastly, you told us before that when you first started going to these conferences in the 90s, you kind of hid in the back and tried to blend in. After going to these for a couple decades now, what advice would you give to somebody who's going to a conference for the first time this year or next year? First, you might look at what sessions you want to go to. Also have a question ready to ask in the Q&A. I also think it's you know important to be social, make plans to meet up with people after the receptions. I also know for a lot of parents with young kids, it's a trade-off. Do you want to leave your kid home and be at a conference? Some of my fondest memories are actually of bringing my infants to the conference because it made it easier to have that relaxed conversation, right? Everybody wants to come over and say hi when you're carrying an infant. So I really encourage people to not be too intimidated by these conferences. People are there to meet new people, hear new ideas, and you're very much part of it. That's everybody on the bus. Give a big round of applause for our incredible tour guide, Coastly Simon. Thank you so much, Coastly. Thank you very much. You can find links to both conferences' full agendas with all 2,121 abstracts on our website, tradeoffs.org. While you're there, subscribe to our weekly newsletter, where our research council will share which abstracts they're most excited about, too. I'm Driver Dan, and this is Tradeoffs Tours. Remember, watch those moral hazards out there. When the FDA approved a controversial and expensive new Alzheimer's drug on June 7th, people had some strong reactions. This is precisely the scenario that someone like me dreads. And everybody just started clapping on the call because they were just so happy for me. This has been a bad week for good science. There's so many things here that are just really head-scratching. The consequences of this decision are so big and so messy that we decided to bring you a special week-long series. Four conversations with people from four very different corners of healthcare, all reckoning with the approval of the $56,000 drug aducanumab. Next week on Tradeoffs. How big of a f***ing deal is this? Like, I, I honestly don't know. I can't tell. It is potentially huge. If you enjoyed today's episode of Tradeoffs, don't keep it to yourself. Tell someone else about it, friend, colleague, family member, or leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or whichever app you use. You can keep in touch with us between episodes by following us on Twitter at TradeoffsPod or sign up for our newsletter at tradeoffs.org. The Tradeoffs team is producer Ryan Levy, Chief of Strategy and Operations Jessica Silverman, Operations Assistant Jamie Song, Sound Designer Andrew Perella, and Senior Producer Leslie Walker. The Tradeoffs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman. Thanks also to all our listeners who helped to support our work, including Kelly Osmondson, Ann Higby, and David Wandel. 
Tradeoffs is supported in part by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, Arnold Ventures, the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics at the University of Pennsylvania, West Health, the California Healthcare Foundation, and the National Institute for Healthcare Management. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of Tradeoff staff, advisors, or funders. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 